Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Some of the best high school basketball in the Midwest is played right here in southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Let's turn it over to the fan high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Welcome into the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. We've got a good show today. At uh, 1030, our pick and save student athlete of the week. Talked to this young man the other day. Didn't realize, man, I I know his whole family. I'm looking forward to talking to that young man at 10.30. 10.45, Jay Parker. If you don't know Jay Parker, uh, you're going to know him. 10.45, we're going to have a special guest join us as well. But Jay is a a kid who went to uh, Milwaukee Marquette years ago, and he's got a great story. Great story of somebody who, you know, he, he was a young guy who did not make the team as a freshman and sophomore and kept trying out. Ended up playing at, at St. Louis University, playing overseas, and still try. He's got a dream, and we're going to talk to Jay Parker about that at 10:45. 11:15. Tim Chase, head coach at Beaver Dam, the girls' program, is going to join us. And then I'm trying to reach out to a couple of guys uh, regarding the last two, years, and I'll let you know if 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 I can get a hold of DJ Malachek. I'm trying to get a hold of him. Talked about about his dad and this team out at uh, at St. John's Northwestern. Uh, it's an awfully good team, but way bigger story than how they're playing. And uh, the same with our guest for the first two segments. He is Tim Arndorfer, the head basketball coach at, at Wauwatosa East. And, uh, Tim, Merry Christmas. It was really good to see you the other night. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Mike. Hey, um, I really appreciate um, you letting me know what was going on uh, prior to the Tosa West game that I that I came to because – you know, Tim, I, I, I certainly have a lot of respect for you as a man and as a basketball coach, but the way that was handled um, with, with the Wauwatosis family was unbelievable. 
you know, um, there have been two Tulsa East guys that have been big parts of your program over the years, Carl Brown and uh, Bryce Beckman, who have passed away. And you guys had their moms out. And, and I, I, Coach, I don't know how you had so much composure um, while you were given just a really great speech and, and about these two young men and what they meant to you personally and what they meant to the program. And the, the moms came out and, and you just gave a really heartfelt speech about these two young men. And it makes guys like me realize, Tim, and we need it every once in a while, that, you know, basketball is a game. And we have fun playing it and fun coaching it. But, man, oh, man, there's, there's you know, there's so many other things that we should pay more attention to. And certainly Carl Brown and Bryce Beckman were two kids that, you know, that you guys – miss a lot and and the feeling of them not being around and and not being able to come back to the school is really difficult yeah it was uh it was an emotional night um you know you're just kind of reminded of uh how lucky you are to be in the position to work with young men um and to kind of see them grow and, and develop and i think it's a reminder in in all our lives that uh just when you think things are, are fine and good, uh, it can change really just that quickly. And uh, it makes you really appreciate the time that you did have with them. Um, you know, I just I think the saddest part is not really being able to find out what they were going to accomplish as, uh, as young men uh, right. as they were entering kind of the prime of their life. But uh it definitely had a, a tremendous impact on, on my life and, and on the whole Tosi's family. So it was uh, a fitting, I think, a fitting tribute to uh, to two guys who who were really important to our program and <clears throat> really important, excuse me, <laughs> uh, to a lot of other kids. Um, yeah. Uh, Bryce was uh, very much a mentor, I'd say, a role model for for Brian. Uh, our point guard now, and um, it's just really kind of been nice to see Brian develop into a, <clears throat> a similar young man. Well, it's 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 funny because um, we're going to talk to Brian at at ten thirty, and and when I got a hold of him, we were talking a little bit about you know life, and 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 I asked him, I said, Brian, I don't I don't know how you came out and 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 played the first half because that was really difficult. Um, and and it, it's a crosstown rival game, and it's a big game in your conference. And and he said it was really hard. And he went on to share uh, what Bryce meant to him. And I said, how do you how do you then put that? You you hand the flowers and you wipe the tears away, and then you go play. And he said, look, you haven't seen us play, but it affected us that first half. We didn't. You said, I think we can certainly play better. And and. He said, but it, it, it almost didn't, we're glad we got the win, but that was so important that we did this. And then we start talking about, you know, where, you know, where does he, where does he live? Where's the nearest pick and save? And turns out that he doesn't live too far from the neighborhood I grew up in. And I said, he said, where did you go to school over here? And I told him, and he said, do you know any, any of the Ellingsons? I said, man, I know them all. He said, well, Carrie's my mom. I said, she was a bet. I said, what's it like having your mom be able to beat you one-on-one? He said, come on, no, no, no. And I got a, t- a chance to talk to Carrie, and I'm looking forward to having Brian. Well, what a well-spoken young man. And, and, and I can tell you, Tim, he shared his heart with me. 
that conversation about these two young men and how difficult it was going from being out at center court, handing these flowers, hugging them, you know, hugging you, and then trying to get ready to play a big game. And he said, look, I didn't think it was going to, you know, affect us too, too much. But he said, we, you know, we were a little bit sluggish that first half. There's no doubt. And he said, but I wouldn't change anything, I, you know, other than having them back with us. But he talked about Bryce and what a big impact he had on his life. Yeah, I mean, that goes back to Wauwatosa Recreation Department basketball camp. Yeah. And uh, it's been really a kind of a neat part for me is seeing these kids from fourth, fifth, sixth grade. And then, and, and Bryce was no different. And he was in all of our camps as well. And, um, it, that's, you know, been probably the neatest part. Uh, I mean, you, it, listen, you can talk all you want about wins and losses and, and rankings. And, and we talk to our kids all the time about this idea of, of family. And, uh, you know, it's just not something we say at the end of a timeout or end of a practice. Um, we just want these guys to know that they're a part of it for the rest of their lives. And uh, we hope their families feel the same way. Um, and you know, I, I, I think as you get to be older, you, you start to appreciate that a little bit more maybe than you did when you were 30 years old or whatever, and maybe more focused on, on the winning and the losing. Um, I think it's more of the, really just more of the, the journey together, uh, seeing these kids grow into to young men and and we hope that we prepare them to go be good family members and productive people in society and uh, hopefully that they can pass some of this on to other people when when they're in our position we're talking to tim arndorfer he's the head basketball coach at wauwatosa east and and man this is a heck of a team and, and we're going to talk more about that team in the second segment. And again, we're going to talk to his point guard, who is our pick and save student athlete of the week at, at 1030. But I want to spend the majority of this first segment regarding uh, these two young men that, that the Red Raider family has, has lost and, and, you know, how much they meant to these kids that are, that are in the program and how much they meant to this community and how much they meant to coach Arndorfer and, and, you know, as I sat there in the in the you know second row, watching this, I, I Tim, I just I thought, man, I don't think I could do what he's doing, and I know that was difficult for you to try to get ready to play, get your kids prepared to play, but then have this before the game, and and I commend everybody that was involved in, with that, and certainly your athletic director who was really kind, and and I'm going to have her on a show here in the next couple of weeks. I'm going to do an athletic director show because I wouldn't take that job for for anything at this point, Tim. These guys, I'm I'm not organized enough and I can't multitask and she started laughing and she said well you would not be a good athletic director I said no I, I would be a horrible one but you know she was kind enough to to allow me into the game as a media person to kind of cover this and I, I just was so impressed with the whole uh, Tosa East family you know I wish that this wasn't a year of COVID and that place could have been jam-packed like it would normally be when Tosa East and Tosa West play but the people that were in that building all walked away with their heart challenged and their heart different than when they walked in, Coach. I can tell you that. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, it was really, uh, you know, Dave Parzak, Jane Zim, Beth Embo, the parents of our kids were, were so 
awesome and, and willing to help get a lot of the things organized with t-shirts and, and uh, banners. And uh, you know, I just super thankful for, for, for that. Uh, but I think it's just an extension of a lot of the things, you know, <clears throat> when I think about Carl and Bryce, they, they just, uh, they're two kind of different kids, right? I mean, Carl, he, he was probably one of my favorite kids to coach, but could be one of my more challenging kids to coach. But uh, the best part of it, at the end of the day, it was it was kind of just nothing but love for each other. And he'd always he, he came back to practice all the time, uh, came to games all the time uh, after he had graduated. It's it was funny to hear him yelling at kids stuff that I yelled at him. Uh, <laughs> so you know something got through there and. Uh, and Bryce was just, uh, and he was just such a natural leader, uh, just had a calming presence about him on the basketball court and um, played both ends of, of the court just as well, uh, offensively and defensively. You just kind of always felt like he was in control and that could get the other guys to just go along with him. And, um so yeah, we, we've been, you know, they're going to still be an inspiration to, uh, to us as we, we carry on with the rest of the season, and um, and yeah, they'll always have a special place in in my heart and in uh, a lot of people's hearts at Tulsa East. Well, I'll tell you that you know, you guys made it perfectly clear that night that these these two boys are, are Red Raiders forever, and um, I just want to thank you for. You know, for for letting me know about it, and and the fact that you know when I asked you to come on, you knew that that I wanted to talk a little bit about this and your willingness to do that. And uh, I, again, I, I don't think anybody left that game that night the same as they walked in, Coach. And I thought your speech was really really good. And I I had I, man, I had so much respect for you to be able to 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 keep your composure. And I know that was really difficult. So thank you for that. Let's talk a little bit about that game, Coach. You know, I, I think that uh, I think Brian hit it on the head. He said, look, I, I think we came out, played a little sluggish. He goes, look, I give Wauwatos West a lot of credit. You know, maybe we look past them a little bit because their record, and you can't do that with a rival game like that. And they came out and ran their stuff. You know, they were patient the first, you know, two, three, four possessions and got really good looks. And... Um, you know, you guys were able to, to break it down a little bit right before the first half. I thought that that one three one that that you that you threw in out of a timeout kind of changed the dynamic of the game a little bit. Yeah, they had a. I thought they had a really good game plan to slow us down. Um, I think we're starting to see a little bit more of that. And yeah, you are you're coming out of some some uh, some emotional moments there at the start of the game. And I think you know that's where. Brian and, and, and just the rest of the guys. I mean, we got four seniors and, and a junior in the starting lineup. These guys have been through things. And uh, you, you were just waiting for things to turn a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I, I I thought we defended really well, actually. And, and they were, as you said, very patient. <laughs> kind of waited for us to make the mistake and capitalized on it. But um, once we got out and we could get a little bit some turnovers and get out and running a little bit. Um, and then it was just kind of a dog fight the rest of the game. Yeah, it really was. And and I could tell you, I was really impressed um, 
with your team, and it's got great size. And like you said, it's got guys that have been there for a bit. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, and, and I didn't let Tim know this beforehand, but um, we name a UW Credit Union Team of the Week each week. And, and uh, Wauwatosa East Boys Basketball is going to be our UW Credit Union Team of the Week. And, look, I know that these guys, I'm pretty sure Coach Arndorfer might peek at it, but not very often. But if you look at the rankings, they're, uh, yeah, they're up there. They're they're really up there at this point. And I know he doesn't want to know about that. He, that's just extra pressure. They are playing in the best conference, the best basketball conference in the state of Wisconsin. And anybody want to have that, that uh, discussion with me, I'll have it with you. But they, right now, they've got a tough schedule coming up. But right now at the break, you know, they're undefeated and uh, they, they've played some really good teams. They've played Sussex Hamilton and, and Menominee Falls and Brookfield East and, you know, the Wauwatosa West, Germantown. They've played West Ellis Hale. Now, they, look, if West Ellis Hale is the team that you think you can sleep on, there isn't anybody in that conference that you can. And right now, Wauwatosa East is at the top of that conference. And uh, we'll talk to Tim Arndorfer, congratulate him on being our UW Credit Union Team of the Week. And we'll talk to him about this team on the other side. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. What team stood out from the rest? What team took their game to another level on the field, court, or in their community? Because these are my streets. Let's find out who is this week's UW Credit Union Team of the Week. UW Credit Union, for secure mobile banking that's easy to use. Join UW Credit Union. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, our Team of the Week. Red Raiders from Tosa East. You look at, uh, you know, this week, not a lot of games with the Christmas holiday. They beat Tosa West. Week prior, the 15th, 18th, and 19th, B. West Dallas Hale, Brookfield East, and Hartford. Germantown prior to that, Menominee Falls, and at Sussex Hamilton. Um, man, that, that first game opened some eyes, Coach Arndorfer. You know, when you see your schedule and you're going to play against the number one senior in the, in the country at their place, you got to be thinking, man, could we have started with maybe somebody just a little bit easier, but you went out there and, and uh, beat them uh, 90 to 84, that had to be a pretty good ride home from Sussex. Yeah, it was uh, pretty incredible. I mean, um, they've had our number for the last couple of years. And uh, I know our guys are more, you know, you're coming out of the week of tryouts and you probably had two or three practices. So you really have no idea what, what you really have yet. And uh, I thought it was a, just a testament to our guys. Um, and uh you know, their maturity, really. Uh, there were we, we got down six, and then I think it was the worst. It was nine in the first half, and we cut it to six at the half, and we came out on a huge run, and, and we had another little run later in the in the, the half. But uh, just to see the maturity, I, I, last year that could have been a game where we lose by 15 or 20, um, and I think that's really been the difference this year is the maturity and and, and uh, you know, finding ways to win um, instead of maybe giving games away like we met, we might have done a few times last year. So it's it's really their maturity more than anything. You know, Coach, when I'm looking at uh, at your team and I'm going, man, oh, man, you know, look at this kid, look at his size, look at this kid. 
And it, I just looked at it and I thought, man, and then the kids coming off the bench and, you know, you've got some, some really good athletic players all over the place that are making really good decisions. The thing that was most impressive to me, coach, is how you guys passed the ball. There was one play where it was a three-on-one. And the guy had the ball. I think he could have probably gotten to the basket and maybe tried to create a foul. Or he made a pass. And that kid made a pass again, who then won a third pass for an easy wide-open layup. And I just kind of, that made me kind of take pause and go, man, these guys don't care who scores. They just want to win. And that was impressive to me. And that happened throughout the game, Coach, where kids were getting in a gap. And they could probably take a 15, 16-foot jumper where they're open, but they're, you know, making they're a shot fake and then a pass to a kid under the basket for a layup or a shot to the corner. And it seems to me like this is a team that, you know what, they, they don't care who's uh, who's scoring. All they want to do is get a win. And I think that that bodes well for this basketball team. Yeah, it's uh, when we move the ball, uh, we're we're a really hard team to defend. Um, and it is a lot of unselfishness right now. And, um, you, you know, you got to just make sure that, that it stays that way. Um, and I think on any given night, it's, you take your pick of who you want to try to take away, and then we're going to find other ways to get people to ball in positions to, to score. And um, it, it's been really kind of neat. Um, I, I don't know if it was like that last year. Uh, I think we we had guys hunting maybe their own shots and their own success, and uh, right now it's it's a it's really been a, a tremendous group effort, and uh, you just hope you can keep it going. We got guys on any given night that could be someone scoring twenty if we need it, but when you got five guys like Brookfield East, so you had all five starters and double figures, um. And that unselfishness, I think, speaks volumes to the the success we're having right now. You know, Coach, when when, when I was coaching and I would start to do some some prep work on a team that we're going to play in a few days or a week or two weeks down the road, I would would take a look at that scoring and where it would, would give me pause and go, oh, boy, is if they had three or four guys all averaging double figures where you have four. And then your fifth, who's not, he he might be the glue to the whole thing. Is is the football player? I was so impressed with him. He had five, well, at least four block shots, and he was the kid who, who great size. He gets rebounds. He's talking to kids. He's setting screens. And there was a point in that game, coach, where where Tosa West was starting to pull away a little bit, and and he went and got two or three baskets for you. And then they took a timeout, and then he, you know what, he, he went back to doing what he was doing, which is getting rebounds, tipping the ball, and defending. But when it was needed, he backed his guy down and finished and, and got a little run going and then said, okay, you guys, now it's time for you guys to take over. Let me do what I do. But that was pretty impressive. So as a coach, who's, if I'm going to play you guys, I'm like, do I want to take away your point guard or do I want to take away this kid or that? And all of a sudden, I'm looking, and everybody's 15, 14, 14, 13, all in that group. And it's like, man, we're going to have to all defend. We can't leave off any of these guys. Yeah, I mean, Marcus has been, uh, you know, he's just got uh, such great leadership ability. Um, I mean, as 
as much as his football body when you see him, but this is one of the more athletic kids on the floor. Uh, 100%. Consider his size, and, and you know, no one's going to take the ball from him. Um, he's starting to figure out a little bit of his scoring now, too, but he's as important as a passer and a screener and and just someone, uh, again, sort of that calming presence, you know. And then you surround him with guys like Jay, who has had, I think, just a tremendous year uh, taking what's given to him. I think last year maybe was trying to force things a little bit, but now he's just kind of letting the game come to him, and he has been such a blessing to, to have back. He, he moved down to Texas and moved back, so we're just really grateful that, that he's here. And, um, and you've got Alex. Uh, who Singleton and and he's really starting to let the game come to him as well and we're starting to learn and appreciate how much uh, you know he does a lot of little things that maybe go unnoticed and and, and he's more than capable of scoring as well and then you've yeah. got a kid like Leon Bond who is uh, I mean probably one of the more highlight kind of players we've ever yes. had at Tulsa East but he is um, he's been such a good teammate and, uh, he, he has really risen his level of energy on both ends of the floor. Um, but co- collectively with, you put all five of those guys and then we've got, listen, we've got, we've got 12 other guys who are busting their butt at practice every day to try to, uh, get these guys going. And, and, and you certainly don't want any of their, work to, to go unnoticed either right 100 percent. It, it's a collective effort in a lot of ways and it's maybe hard sometimes I, I found that out as a junior you're not playing much and you know it, it's easy to get into a poor me kind of attitude but when you can still see what well, you know you're part of something uh and and you're part of that success um it it, it may not you know, your time is going to come. It's it's going to come this year. It's going to come next year. But, um, yeah, it's it's really been a collective effort, 1 through 17. Yeah, I you know, I watched as kids came off the floor. And, you know, we have to social distance, and it's a different world right now. But when you have, you know, you have nine guys up on the bench clapping, standing up clapping for the kids that are coming out of the game and yelling and talking and it just was impressive for me, Coach, to be able to come over there. The whole event for me, and we had talked about in the first segment, the fact that, you know, for Bryson, for Carl, that, that you guys did that. And then just watching, you know, when, when you're retired and you're old like I am, you notice things that maybe people that just come to the game aren't noticing. But I'm watching the bench to see how they react when the kid comes out. I'm watching the bench when a kid goes to the basket, gets fouled, and he's got an and one when they're jumping up and down and you know, there's a really good vibe about that 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 Wauwatosa's team, coach, and and you know, congratulations on a really good start. Our UW Credit Union Team of the Week and the head basketball coach at Tosi's Tim Arndorfer. Um, Tim, we're gonna let you go. We're gonna get to a break, and and we're gonna have your point guard on. Anything you need me to tell him? You want me to tell him? You know, I did tell him, is that hey, you, I might have to pull that student athlete of the week trophy away because of that technical you got. He said, are you? Come on. I know that guy. Like, he's best friends with my AU coach. And I said, I know. He didn't like the way, you know, your kind of your actions. 
And he said, look, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a passionate basketball player. I said, yeah, I know. I started laughing. I said, okay, we'll still have you on. And I said, that comes from the Ellington side, just so you know, that kind of passion. So what a good kid. And Tim, thank you for coming on. I really, I know this isn't your favorite thing to do, and I really appreciate your willingness to do it. And just let me kind of talk about Bryce and Carl a little bit. And when you guys, you know, again, when you guys say that these guys are Red Raiders forever, Man, uh, you made that perfectly clear, and I know that their parents, their families, and your community certainly appreciates you guys talking about them. Well, I, I appreciate it, Mike. Um, yeah, this isn't this isn't my big thing. I still think it's you know who, who'd want to listen to me talk about hoops, right? But uh, <laughs> I just really appreciate everything you do, and 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 how everything you do is is centered on on kids and. Um, they're really the, the reason I wanted to come on here today to, to talk about them because uh, th- th- those guys really deserve all the credit for, for the success we've had so far, and uh, we're not done yet. we got a long road ahead, and we know that, so um, we'll just continue to kind of work hard and, and hopefully get similar results here as we get out of break. Man, that's awesome. Hey, by the way, you look great. Hadn't seen you in a bit. You look uh, phenomenal, so well done on that part. Thank you. <laughs> you got it. He's Tim Arndorfer, head coach at Tosis. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, our pick and save student athlete of the week. Like I told him, it's kind of hard. You know, you're the starting point guard at maybe, the, I guess, the number one ranked team in the state right now, but your mom can still beat you in horse. And she can't even shoot righty right now because her shoulder, she's shooting lefty. But Brian's going to join us on the other side of the break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. So who is this week's Student Athlete of the Week? Who's making a difference in their community, in their classroom, and on the court? Let's meet the Pick-and-Save High School Student Athlete of the Week, brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores, where Wisconsin saves on groceries. So our Pick-and-Save Student Athlete of the Week, four-year varsity player at Tosa East, Brian Parzik. Brian, how you doing today? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, Merry Christmas. I hope you and uh, your family had a great Christmas. We we had a good conversation the other day and found out that, uh, man, I know your mom, your uncles, and from going to St. Peter and Paul and going to Mesmer, you know, some of the best basketball players ever to come out of St. Peter and Paul were the Ellingson family. And people used to say to me, man, Brian Ellingson, Barry Ellingson. I go, man, forget about them. Watch their sister. She's way better. And people would laugh. And, and man, when I found out that that was uh, that Carrie Ellison is your mom, it, it just uh, we had a lot of fun on the phone the other day. Hey, Brian, I just got done talking to Coach Arndorfer. And, and uh, you know, a big part of our discussion was talking about Bryce and Carl. And, and when you and I talked, you know, that had to be a very difficult thing for you. And you, you shared your heart with me. Uh, when it came to these two guys, especially Bryce, and said, look, this, this guy was a mentor to me. And for you to be out at midcourt, you know, 30 seconds before tip against a Tosa West team that was, they were ready for you, and handing flowers and wiping your tears away, that had to be a difficult way for you to start that game in the first half. I think you guys were a little sluggish, but certainly you said, look, I... You know, I would still do it the same way because if we can highlight and promote these two guys that are Red Raiders forever, um, I'm willing to do that. Yeah, I mean, we we came out. Uh, well, first, you know, Bryce and Carl, 
uh, Bryce, like Arnie said on the on the previous segment, uh, with the like Red Raider camps. I went yeah. there fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh grade. I mean, I'd, I'd go there not even to play basketball, to just sit and be around and talk with Bryce because I mean, he was he was one of my role models growing up, and he was he was a great kid. And then Carl, he was a senior when I was a freshman. So, I mean, I got the privilege to play with him and learn from him. And, I mean, even after he graduated, he'd still come back to practices and games, and he'd still be involved. So, I mean, lo- losing those two two young men uh, for the Toasties basketball and just the Toasties community, I mean, it, it was hard. It was definitely hard. And then on top of that, playing a game right after. Right. It was it, it was it was crazy. But, uh, like like you said, I, I wouldn't do it again do it over again and at the end of the day we, we got to win for those two so you you can't complain no because you know what at the end of the day you know you guys are undefeated in the best basketball conference in the state of wisconsin hey brian did you have a feeling and i'm sure you did because this is a senior-led team and you're the point guard you're the you know you're the guy that that gets you guys in 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 where you should be how you're going to be you're a vocal passionate basketball player you had a no coming into this year that you guys had a chance to be really good. Yeah. I mean, if, if you can compete in the GMC, which is, I mean, I, in my opinion, the best conference in the state of Wisconsin. Yeah. Mine too. Mine too. Yeah, but I mean, when, when you look at our roster and we start six, one, six, three, six, five, six, five, six, six. I mean, we, we got great athletes up and down the board. And I mean, they, they they make they make my job look easy when when I got four other guys around me, not including our bench who's who's also really good. But you got four other starters around me that can make plays for themselves and make things happen. I mean, good good things will happen. Like you said, how how balanced we are. I mean, we got four guys in double figures, and then our big guy Marcus, who's around seven or eight, who who does a lot of good things that don't come up on the stat sheet. So we're we're just really deep, and I think we're really talented. Hey Brian, you know what, what? What I was most impressed with with Marcus, and I had him on my football show, um, and, and just a really fun kid, and, and he's an awfully good um, football player, obviously, and a really good basketball player. What I was most impressed with is how quick he is, and how he really um, takes away a lot of the sins of the defensive end because he's floating in the middle, and if you get beat on top. You know he's there, and I, I don't know how many blocks he had, but I remember three or four the other night where somebody would come off a screen, and, you know, they were – Tosa West was patient running their stuff, and they'd kind of backdoor, and and, he, and Marcus would be there to protect the rim. And that's got to be a pretty good feeling as a guard, knowing that you can go out and put some pressure with him behind you. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a great guy to have protecting the rim for us. I mean, when you, when you can get us. A- a six six, three oh five kid protecting the rim. Right. I mean, I th- I think a lot of smaller guard, really anybody's going to be scared or that shot's going to be altered. But I mean, on on top of that, with Marcus, I mean, he for a kid his size, he's got great footwork. So great. I mean, yep. if 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 a big setting the ball screen on me, I have no problem switching, and Marcus can can take that that guard out there because I mean, people don't realize how quick and how great of a foot 
how great uh, footwork he has. So hey, he hey he wants to be the point guard too. You know that, right? Every big every big that has handles and quickness like he does, they're always like, man, let me bring the ball up a little bit. And you're like, no, no, go just go set a screen. You're gonna be okay. Hey, Brian, I had so much fun um, coming over to that game and and watching your team play. Um, and, and talking to Co- Coach Arndorfer, he said, look, the fact that, you know, these guys don't, they're seniors. They've been through everything. So, we, you know, we're down quite a bit, nine to Sussex Hamilton with the number one senior in the, in the country looking at us and didn't blink at halftime and put up 57 on them in the second half. That first game had to really kind of tell you when you got home that night, okay, we're for real. We got, we got a chance to, be, to do some great things this year. Yeah, I mean, even coming into this season, I knew I knew we were we were getting basically our core back. And I mean, the the three years I've been at Tosis previous to this, we I mean, we haven't really lived up to expectations how I'd like. So I'm coming this year. I mean, four seniors and a junior starting lineup. We've we've been there before. We know what to do, and we we've we've seen adver- adversity. So going into that game, it's it's kind of like we've already seen this before. Now, now we're a year older, we're, we're more mature, we know how to handle it. So the, the the doubt the doubt really was never there on whether or not we could be good. It was just whether or not we could we could put it together and play team ball. And I think yeah. through these this, these first couple weeks of the season, we've we've shown that, and uh, we're just looking to looking to build on it. Hey, as our picket save student athlete of the week, and, and I commend you for being able to take care of your your everything you need to take care of in the classroom and at home and and like I don't know if you're making your bed or not I, I'll call Carrie I'll call your mom on that one but taking care of everything <laughs> you need to do in the classroom and on the court your your motivation uh, Brian for being such a good student athlete where does that come from? Oh uh, well, well, really two things. Growing up, I had I had another great role model in my cousin Brady Ellingson who was at sure. Sussex. Um, he was I mean he was. A, a really good basketball player and an even better person on the court. And, and I, I watched pretty much every game of his and the way he carried himself and the way he just handled his business outside of or off the court. And that's who I kind of just w- wanted to follow after and who, who I wanted to be like growing up. So, I mean, he was definitely a great role model for me. And then I, obviously just my parents, um, they, they're hard on me, but but for all good reasons. They know and uh, and want the best from me. So, I've that's the point where you where you don't want to let them down. You wanna you you wanna achieve what they want from you. So, you know, um, sometimes families around Thanksgiving or Christmas they they go out and play a turkey bowl with football or or whatever. So, your family, if you take the young guns and then take you know your uncles and your mom. So you guys get in a basketball court, go five on oh, five. They, who who wins that game? The young gun. I, that's Come, not a question, uh, the young no. gun. You think Brian? You think Brian and Barry would let you? They, man, you haven't played enough with those boys. They're not letting you win. And they're not, the they're going to call every ticky tack foul. They, they, man, they're not letting you win. They the young guns got athletes up and down the board. I, I like our chances. <laughs> man, if you haven't watched old tape of of Kerry and Barry and Brian playing, you better go watch some tape. And I'll tell you this: those boys would go and 
your mom will go right up to that edge to make sure they're not, you know, cheating or anything, but they go right up to the edge and make sure they get a win. I can I can assure you of that. If that game ever happens, it might be a half-court game now, but you let me know because I'll come cover that one. People would want to know about that. Um, I'm telling you, man, your uncles could play. And if you haven't watched any tape of your mom, you hear her in the crowd. She knows the game way better. You take Coach Arndorfer and I. We've been around the game a long time. You listen to your – well, he doesn't want to know this. But listen to your mom because she knows, man. There's no doubt. Hey, I am, uh, as you know, a big fan of your families. And they've been very kind to me. And I I just like them a lot. Um, Pick and save loves student-athletes. That's that's their deal. And in the local community, you and I and and hopefully I'll get a chance to to see your mom again and and meet some other people in your family. But we'll meet next week at a pick and save store that works best for you. And uh, I've got a beautiful plaque for you and we'll get some pictures and and I'm sure we'll tell some old uh, East Side stories with uh, some of your family members. Brian Parsick, he is a four year player on the varsity at Tulsa East. He's going to northern Michigan to play basketball, but he's got a lot of business to take care of this year. And watching him play, man, he's going to take care of it. I really appreciate your time, Brian. Thank you. And I'll be in touch next week, and we'll uh, we'll meet up in person. Yeah, that that sounds great. I, I appreciate you having me on. And, uh, yeah, just looking forward to closing out the second half of the season. So uh, I appreciate it. A lot of people have circled uh, the Tosis game now after what you've done the first half. So get ready. You know, get the chin strapped uh, nice and tight because they're coming after you, Brian. I can tell you that. There's going to be some great basketball between now and the end of the year. He is Brian Parsick. He is our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. Brian, have a good weekend. You too. I appreciate it. Go Raiders. Yeah, there you go. Go Raiders. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, young man named Jay Parker. Not a, a, as young as Brian is, but he has got a story to tell. And, and for you guys that, that, you know, thinking about trying out for basketball or got cut as a freshman and not sure if you want to play, you want to listen to this. And we're also going to be joined by a special guest for the next two segments because he's still chasing his dream. And you know what? I wouldn't bet against this kid because they've told him he's not good enough a, a few times in his life. And he has said, really? I'm going to show you. And we'll talk to him on the other side. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Hi, Mike McGivern. I used to, I, I don't know, I guess I don't have a co-host anymore, but it's because last year there were some health issues. This year with COVID, I'm, you know, not in the studio. But man, he's still my friend. And who knows next year, maybe he's back in studio. And he's our, he's our surprise guest. Before we get to Jay Parker, let's say hello to David Cooks, former coach at Marquette. He's an author, he's a motivational speaker, he's starting a podcast, and all of that put aside, he'd prefer to be fishing. Maybe not ice fishing, but fishing. He is David Cooks. Merry Christmas, Coach. <laughs> well, hey, Mike, how you doing, man? It, it feels good to uh, not have been fired the last couple of years. 
that well you know last year you know there were some health things that you were like man i don't think i don't know i can't get i don't think i can get there and this year I, you want to come join me in this little office i have at home come on over man but it's hard it's hard and you know what i reached out to you about our guests that that we're going to have on and and you said man i i like, come on put me on because this kid is something else and and uh let me introduce our listeners to Jonathan Parker. He goes by Jay Parker now, but when I'm doing some research, looking him up on the St. Louis University roster, freshman, 2008-2009, he goes in with a kid I coached in high school, Kwame Mitchell. We are now joined. He goes by Jay Parker now, I think. Hey, Jay, how you doing? Merry Christmas, young man. Merry Christmas. Thank you for having me, Mike. I'm very happy to be a part of your your uh, your radio station and listening to your podcast this morning. You bet. Well, man, and you know what? I brought on a special guest, and, and when I talked to David Cooks, Coach Cooks, about you, he said, man, this guy, you want to talk about a kid that he just worked hard, man, and kept after it, and obviously, you know, his he grew into his body a little bit his junior year, and, and he's so athletic and such a good kid that I was so proud to have him on our team, and, and uh I, I told I told Coach Cooks that he should have played you more as a junior, but he said, "Man, what are you talking about?" He said, "Come on now." So, hey, David, you know when when I talked to you about about Jay Parker, you just started. You know, I could feel you smiling over the phone. You said, "Look, we when he came out again his junior year, the kid had really started to develop his game a little bit. He was so athletic and such a good kid, and a really good student. We 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 needed to keep him, and we did." And and it paid dividends for us that year and for sure as senior year. You're a big fan of his. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, um, you know we don't always get it right as coaches. And, and I'm the first to admit that. And, and um, I'm glad we didn't totally miss on John, Jonathan Parker uh, because his work ethic, his, his, um, his persistence and perseverance, um, which he'll talk more about that now, but we saw that in high school. In fact, the, the fact that he got cut his freshman and sophomore year didn't deter him or his family, to be honest with you. Um, they understood the importance of education and what he was there for, uh, but his parents, and he came from a line of great athletes, uh, understood what he was there for, and uh, I'm just glad it worked out for him, and and I'm just grateful we had enough sense to have them guard Corey Lucius uh, in the playoffs. <laughs> you know what? He was feeling pretty good about that as as well. And let me tell you how this all happened and how I reached out. And, and, uh, and uh, hey, Jay, do you want me to call you Jay or Jonathan? What would you prefer? Uh, let's go with Jay. Okay. <laughs> and how I got a hold of Jay Keandre Goldstein is a kid that I coached. He went to Wauwatosa East. I had him in AAU basketball. And he was just one of my favorite kids ever. And I was walking either, I was walking into a gas station and he was walking out. You know, you got to wear the mask now. And he goes, how you doing? I said, good. He goes, coach, you recognize? I said, Keandre. So we talked for a while. He's doing great work in the music industry here in the city of Milwaukee. And we're friends on Facebook. And he sent me, um, a, a, a list that said, hey, a post that said, Coach, you got to tell, tell this, this guy's story. And so I reached out to Jay. I said, hey, man, let's talk. You want to come on and talk about it? And he said, I do. And so, Jay, um, we only have a few minutes in this segment. We're going to hold you guys over for a second segment so we can continue telling this story. But when we talked the other day and you said, look, I, 
I got a lot to say on, on your show because I got cousins of freshman and sophomore, and I kept coming. And people have told me for a long time, you might want to stop you know, chasing your dream. And I just shake my head and keep chasing. Tell us a little bit about, um, and in second segment, Jay, we'll talk about what you're trying to accomplish right now. But let's talk about the past and, and your feeling that when you were in high school, uh, not being kept freshman, sophomore year, but you just kept after it, right? Yes, I was very persistent in high school. And uh, just like Coach Cook, I mentioned, I, was, I knew I was very athletic. I knew I had a skill set that could be used at a higher level. And, and I was thankful to have that mindset because of my parents. You know, my, my dad's Johnny Parker. He's from Milwaukee, played basketball at Milwaukee Tech. Uh, Mike, I saw that you, uh, that might have been your alma mater. Or you went to school yeah, there. I, well. I went to school there as a freshman. And I got to tell okay. you, my dad, Jay, my dad was a bricklayer and a mason. And none of the McGivern boys can, can even change the oil in the car. I went there as a freshman. That didn't work out well. You know what? I Man, I couldn't go through those shop classes very well. I'm yeah. the first to tell you I transferred to Mesmer so that I could okay. use, you know what? I could talk because I can't do much with my hands, Jay. It's terrible. Okay. No worries. No worries. But, yeah, like, hey, no, I had some really good genes. So, he, um, yeah, he luckily had kind of stuck through it and, end up doing uh, and playing basketball in college. But for him, he turned down pursuing basketball at the professional level uh, because of his children. And, you know, I was born at that time. I was his uh, I was his oldest son, and then he did have uh, my two sisters as well soon after me. So he stepped away from basketball. And, and growing up, you know, he kept basketball in my hands. And, I, you know, I played at a very young age while he was coaching at La Falla Elementary School. Uh, and, you know, I, I never really gave up when I was in high school because I always knew that I was better. Um, that was just the confidence I had in my head. Of course, I, I had my father who I was looking up to who also was a perfect example, whereas I looked at it, whereas if I'm coming from him with his genes and his skill set, his abilities, and he's given those to me, I should be able to use those and be as effective as he is. Uh, and, again, I was just all belief. And, you know, my junior year, I was almost did not go out uh, to, to be truthful, I almost did not try out, but it was until I went to a, a small camp and I was, you know, helping giving back, and I was helping out some younger children, and I was playing a, a little scrimmage with them, and I'm just dominating these guys. And uh, one of the JV coaches, uh, Tim McKinney, was there, and he watched me. He, just, I, he was just impressed, and it, and that boosted my confidence. Whereas I was, you know, willing to give it another shot. You know, I already knew my game had developed. I had grown that summer as well, probably three or four inches. So I was at this point almost six feet. And, you know, I, I just felt so much more coordinated. Uh, and another big part of that was that I also ran track and field. So, you know, I was a very good jumper. I did long jump, you know, was a sprinter. So that gave me more control and coordination, whereas I can take that to the basketball court. So when I went out my junior year, I was athletic. I was, you know, a lot more controlled. I was able to play the game a lot better, but I was still a raw talent. So, you know, thanks to Coach Cooks and uh, some of the uh, trainers that we had on the team, I was able to develop my game. That that junior year, also competing against a ton of seniors. Now, uh, just like you, Mike, I really wish, <laughs> uh, just like you mentioned, I really wish I would have played a lot more my junior year, but I'm actually <laughs> thankful that, uh, you know, I use that, that year to really learn as much as I can, soak it in, whereas my senior year, I was able to go out. I started as well, uh, played some really good games. We didn't have as impressive of a season that year. Uh, I remember that's actually the same year, my senior year, that Tulsa East had won the championship. Yeah, uh, And I remember it was very, very competitive that year in the Greater Metro Conference. And, and I agree, just like 
how yourself and the other uh, student-athlete mentioned on the previous segment, I think the Greater Metro Conference is the best conference. And, you know, although there are some really good teams in the city conference from top to bottom, in the Greater Metro, I don't, I don't really see any, any other conference comparing. So, um, yeah, so that, that's been my journey with, with high school. Again, I never gave up. I just kept training over the summer, you know, playing basketball in different parks around the city. Spent a lot of time with my dad and his friends who also play basketball and just being a student of the, of the game. That's really when I decided that I really want to learn the game as much as possible. And, you know, from that point, it took me to the end of the season. And I just remember, uh, Coach Cook, <laughs> I remember that practice before we had that playoff game and uh, against Pius, and I walked in with this headband on because you guys told me to act like I'm Corey Lucian. And that's and that practice is what actually woke me up as a as a more well-rounded guard. It forced me to you know imitate the number one player in the state in order to prepare to guard him, and that completely changed my game, my mindset, which was seen in that pious playoff game. And it was just like a, a switch. And I'm sure you may have seen that. I'm, I'm sure you agree with that that you saw that switch and was like, whoa, okay. And then I guarded him, and you know, luckily Rick Majerus was in the in the stands. And next thing you know, I'm getting a call that summer that hey, you're playing for the St. Louis Billiken. Man, hey guys, we got to get to break real quickly. What are your sister's names, Jay? Yes, I, uh, Shahira Parker. Okay. Michaelia Parker, and then Excellent. I have an older sister, Anita Caldwell Parker. So Excellent. Well, you know what? They, uh, I, I can tell you this that I am reading. Um, on Facebook and I'm on your dad's Facebook page and there's a beautiful um, uh, note to him. And, and I just, you know what, it, 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 it looks like a great family and, and we're going to continue talking to him because now okay. we get to the other side of the break. I want to talk to him about what his dream is now and what he's still trying to accomplish. And we're going to see if we can't get, uh, pay a little attention to him and see if we can't help him, you know, get to the goal, get to the dream that he's, uh, he's still trying to accomplish. Uh, he is Jay Parker and David Cooks, former uh, Milwaukee Marquette coach. I'm, he's still my co-host. If we get back in the studio, he's coming back in. But he's starting his own podcast. He might be too big for me at that point. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by our local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.